This NFC divisional round playoff picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet 100, get 100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYNNBET. State restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. I, I got a, a much like the ball handling of once AAU star Dan Jones. <laughs> Another beautiful transition by the booth. Just kept catching your toss like it's a. Like it's a Jalen Hurts. Oh, I was gonna say bomb to AJ Brown down the sideline, putting it in the end zone. We're here talking NFC divisional round playoffs. This was uh, of all the episodes I prepare for the sports gambling podcast, and I even as a gut handicapper, admittedly I I prepare, get some notes. This was one of the easier episodes to prepare (laughs) for. If I'm being completely transparent, I have two back-to-back system plays lined up for the audience. Uh, a tip. I mean, we have some time when we come out for these double headers, we have some time. We typically eat some food and then just hang out in the sports book. <laughs> Shout out to the wind sports book. They have these like basically desks with outlets, just head up with the, the laptop. And yeah, and I, I, I will say I, I, uh, I certainly, uh, I don't know where I was going. I, I, I was actually thinking, wow, I, have we, well, I was thinking we haven't gotten to the fact that I hit a sweet, sweet roulette yes. right before the show, but yeah, R- Ryan, uh, again, it can be dangerous when your workplace <laughs> becomes the blue wire studios in Win Las Vegas. And you have four hours to kill in between shows. Ryan's just sitting around pacing near the roulette table. It's almost like a, uh, a hyena stalking its yeah. prey. He doesn't, he doesn't run right over to the roulette table. It's I just like a fatty one. He's just like carefully stalking more than meat. And then he's like, now's time. It runs up, puts 25 on four numbers, hits the number right away. And then the guy like puts it all on the, on the number. What was it? A 15. Yeah. And then Ryan's like, oh, color me up, color me up. And then we go yeah. walk around. We come back. Ryan's like, two twenty ones back to back. I just lost eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> and if you're not a gambler, you don't understand the mind. Well, if you're not a gambler, you're not listening to the show. But the mindset of having your number hit and not having money on right. it, and really, it was the greatest invention ever in casino gaming. The idea of putting up the numbers because I, I you're. Your logical brain tells you it has nothing to do with what was just spun. Like 10 21s in a row is just as likely as all sort of different number combinations. A roulette wheel has no memory. But if you see red 10 times, 
you can talk yourself into it two ways. You're either like red's just going to keep hitting or black is due. It's really a brilliant market. Basic probability, Sean. I mean, honestly, you want to talk about the quadrant theory of roulette. We can get into that. And maybe the guys throw into the same quadrant of the, the, the (laughs) roulette wheel every time. Uh, What I was getting to before is we have this time in between the shows. And I found myself staring at, at uh, Twitter and looking for more nuggets and realizing like, all right, what are we doing here? What, well, what, what are we what doing the, here? What like are the we nuggets I I didn't get to uh, that of actual research from the Jags Chiefs game was that Trevor Lawrence has never oh. lost a game on a Saturday. So look out, <laughs> Ryan! It. Look out, Ryan! The Jags and the plus eight and a half is coming for you. Hey, you're looking to bet on the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Kansas City Chiefs or the New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles. I haven't talked to them, but I'm pretty sure you can even bet on the Dallas Cowboys. All you need to do is go over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Bet $100, get $100 over at win bet. They got that sweet parlay wheel. There is still time if you're watching live to get in on the VIP trip to the big game to watch the big game here at the win Las Vegas. All the details sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet so they know we sent you. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash win bet. Bet big, win bigger. And of course, if you take down the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a thousand dollar free credit. Hashtag Dejans only. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash win bet, where it pays to be a DGen only. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 All right, Ryan, well, we got a great uh, show for you, and we got a, uh, we got a special guest uh, coming on. All right, awesome. We got him lined up. This timing worked out perfectly, and a great time to bring on our next guest. He is a Super Bowl champ, former Philadelphia Eagle, and you can hear him on Sports Take Monday to Friday, noon to three East on Jacob Media. Mister Barrett Brooks, Barrett, what's happening, man? Thanks for calling in. Oh, <clears throat> all right. I, I see that you're bringing in reinforcements. <laughs> you couldn't handle Bra- that. Brandon Jacobs was here last week. Well, and Barrett Barrett was drafted by the Eagles. He also did play for the New York Giants. He also won a Super Bowl with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yins. So we got a we got a lot of great questions lined up for Barrett. And of course, if you're in the chat, we will take your questions as well for Barrett. YouTube.com/slash Sports Gambling Podcast. I I, I want to know. I, I'm assuming now that he's on NBC Sports Philly, he's going to say he's riding with the Eagles, but. Uh, I'm interested to get his take because he did play for the Giants for a season. Yeah, but come on. <laughs> I, I feel like if he works in the city of Philadelphia. Well, he's it, Barrett's a smart man. You don't work in the city of Philadelphia on a you know Philadelphia sports show and and pick the Giants in there's, a rivalry game. There's like no this. heels in Philadelphia sports <laughs> talk uh, there, radio. There actually, there there probably are a couple that are trying to troll the fan base by picking against the Giants. How are we doing? Have we got a Sweet. Okay. Sounds like we're uh, really close here. And of course, uh, make sure you subscribe to the sports gambling podcast. Toss us a nice rating and review. Uh, we will be picking the best review uh, over on Apple Podcasts. Get you taken care of. Okay. Now, joining us on the line, former Philadelphia Eagle and host of Sports Take Monday to Friday, 12 
to 3 p.m. East on Jacob Media, Mr. Barrett Brooks. What's happening, Barrett? I'm good. I'm good. Now that you guys can hear me now, man. I hear you guys, man. So now we can hear you. What's going on now? Well, appreciate you calling in. Uh, thanks so much. First off, I'm a big fan, and my dad is a big fan. He watches <laughs> you every night on NBC Philly, and he goes, "You know what? I'll actually check your show out today because you guys have Barrett Brooks on." So, thank you, Barrett. Uh, we got we got one more viewer because my dad's gonna tune in uh, because you're the guest. Uh, first off, we just got to talk a playoff atmosphere. You played in a number of games. You you played in a Super Bowl. You you helped the Steelers win a Super Bowl. Describe to the fans out there the intensity because we hear it all the time. Like oh, playoffs, it's a whole different thing. De- describe for the fans at home that switch from regular season to playoff intensity. Well, you know the season goes and it goes in just regular seasons that you know are within a season. Also, like when you go from. The preseason to the first, you know, first game and going through the first like four games, it ramps up like twenty percent. And every time you go through another step, the next eight games another twenty percent. Then you got to go through the time, you know, where you're getting your positioning to go into the playoffs. And then when you get, you finally get to playoff football, it amps up not twenty percent, but probably thirty or forty percent. We're talking about the crowd. I mean, going out there, understanding it's winner go home, clash of the titans. This is what you want. This is what football is all about, man. This will be the best ratings of, 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 a, of a playoff scenario we've ever had in the NFL guaranteed. It certainly seems like it's two mega, mega hits. And, and, you know, you play, you've played, you've played for a number of teams in the NFL. Uh, one of those is not the Dallas Cowboys. I, <laughs> I assume, although America's team uh, working in Philly, is it, is it part of the gimmick just to find different ways to pick against the Cowboys? Bro, I took a hundred thousand dollars less to go to Detroit and play for the Lions <laughs> as opposed to going and playing for the Dallas Cowboys. They called me and I, I couldn't do it, man. You know, and I've collected many checks for many owners. I played in playoff scenarios when I was in, um, in Philly, but also played in the playoffs when I was with uh, the Giants. In fact, I was at the game. I was in the game, but, you know, we lost the Giants. We went to San Fran and watched T.O. take us apart in the second half. So I mean, I've collected checks from many owners, but I just couldn't collect one from Jerry Jones. Well, and that's a great transition because I was going to bring this game up when I saw you were on that team. We just watched a team completely melt down. What was it like being on the side? Like, did you feel it coming? Was it a mat? Like, was it an inevitable force, or or was there hope the entire time? You know what? It was kind of funny, man, because um, you know, before the game, like actually the week of the, the week of the game, we had lost our starting center, Bober, and. When we lost him, we needed a long snapper. So we bring in this guy named Trey Junkins. Trey Junkins is like his 18th year in the league. He had been snapping for like 18 years, but he hadn't been on the squad this year. So when he comes in, you know, it's an older guy thinking he knew what he was going to do. He comes in, he walks into the meeting room of, 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 you know, special teams and said, Hey guys, I don't know how you guys been running special team meeting from um, special teams from this point on It's my special team. So everybody's like, <laughs> Okay, all right, he's gonna come in and do that. All right, cool. So we're thinking we're good. You know what I'm saying? This guy's been long snapping for years. We get in the game, the first snap was a little shaky. <laughs> and then after that, went downhill, you know. So, you know, we got a chance to win the game. And I don't know if you remember, we were going down, we needed to score, we needed a uh, field goal to score. And he throws a bad snap. And the bad snap makes it so we can't even kick the field goal. Oh man. And this guy came in bragging about him being a great snapper. And, and then he doesn't kick this. 
Put, needless to say, put it like this: He did not have. He did not get on the plane ride home. Oh they man! Would not, Michael, <laughs> Michael Strahan would not let him in the locker room with him. <laughs> Mike was gonna kill him, and it took me and Michael Burrow from, from keeping him from Strahan from 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 wringing his neck. He didn't come home with us. He didn't come in the locker room with us. He stayed outside until the team left. Came back in. That was his last play in the NFL, and that probably would have been his last Christmas if I'd have let Michael Strahan go at that time. <laughs> I certainly, uh, I mean, I, I don't remember it uh, from being on the field, but me and my buddies were in my basement, uh, and we had pulled up a decent sum of money uh, for high school Ryan, a high school aged Ryan, and it, or maybe college, <laughs> did, and it didn't turn out well. No, and, and as, right, a, right. as a as a gambler, you always think if you can get to one guy <laughs> for the fix, you get to the long snapper because really he's the one that can blow the game and and a you know not to lay out a conspiracy theory <laughs> but a long snapper comes inside him off the street all of a sudden he's blowing a playoff game I don't know we may have to right. investigate that one Barrett you can't talk though just leave it all just come in do your job yeah exactly if he came in did his job he'd have been cool <laughs> but don't tell us I don't know what who special teams captain is and I don't know what this is my special team I'm dude then you do that Bro, I I I talked I talked talk to Strahan like a couple years ago, and he still remembers. He still <laughs> wants to fight that dude. Well, yeah, he still Trey Junction will never be good at his house. Put it like that. Well, <laughs> and also too, long snapper. It's it's only a job you can mess up. No one ever <laughs> is at true. the podium going, "Oh man, could have done it. Couldn't have done it without that long snapper." Game ball to the long snapper. He doesn't get any. He doesn't no. get any. Uh, you know, he doesn't get any praise. Only he just gets a ton of grief if he messes up the game. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Talking about this game coming up Saturday, as far as the Eagles Giants, what do you see uh, from the Eagles side? Biggest concern, uh, if there is one, for the Philadelphia Eagles uh, squaring off against the Giants this Saturday? Well, of course, it's health. You know, this team um, kind of limped into the playoffs as far as health. Their starting quarterback didn't play two games. Those two games they lost. Um, you know, even though they, you know they had won one before, but you know, the two games they lost were teams that. They should have beaten, but they didn't have their fearless leader there. They didn't have Jalen Hurts. Their their MVP, even though he won't be the NFL's MVP, he's definitely oh. their MVP. You know, for this Eagles. But when you look at what he brings to the table, he is he's he's that Swiss Army knife. He's what you want in your corner. He's he's the consummate pro. Way where he goes, this team goes, and he brings such a dynamic um, game to the you know to the Philadelphia Eagles. Pick your poison. If you want to stop the run, they can pass. You want to stop the pass, they can run. You, he can make you guess wrong at every point when as far as it comes to the offense. And him being on the field is what this Eagles team needs to do. The teams that have beaten the Eagles have controlled the clock. You know, they control the line of scrimmage and they control the clock. If you can keep Jalen Hurts off the field, you got a better chance of winning the game. And those two, three teams that beat him did just that, kept him off the field. So if you can, you know, if you can do that, control the clock, nine times out of 10, it's going to be hard for this Eagles team to come back. They can score points. But if you're not on the field, you can't score any points. You put the, you put the Eagles in a compromising position. So that's the biggest thing. Can they control the line of scrimmage? Control the clock. They'll do everything else. Yeah, as, and as far as the Eagles control the line of scrimmage, what's your take on the matchup? The Eagles' defensive line led the league in uh, sacks with seventy, even beaten uh, second place Kansas City Chiefs by fifteen. Uh, I think they're going to be able to control the line of scrimmage. I think they're going to be able to pressure. Daniel Jones. I think the concern maybe is him and the running game, uh, but we have gotten good play out of the linebackers. But how do you see the D line matching up against the Giants' offensive line? Well, I mean, they said it's the best offensive line in football, and with you know Lane Johnson coming back, it really it barely bodes well for that for that offense and where they're going to go out to do it. 
Dexter Lawrence is a man. He's an all pro player. <laughs> um, he, you know, he's, 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 you know, he's, he's what you want as far as a guy plugging up the middle. He can stop the run and he showed he can pass rush, especially against that Vikings defense. He was a man among boys against the Vikings offensive line. Can we control him? I think so. Cause he's going to be lined up over a couple of pro bowlers right there. Anyway, Jason Kelsey, um, Dickerson, both guys are in the pro bowl. Both guys are really, really good players. Uh, Sayomalu's an alternate. You know, they have to, they have an offensive line that they, is good enough to control the line of scrimmage. Thibodeau versus Lane Johnson. I got to put my money on the all pro Lane Johnson, even though Let's he's a young go. guy and he's hurt. I don't know if I could say, you know, uh, uh, 80% Lane Johnson is definitely better than what they had in there before. So, you know, him coming back and playing bodes well for the Eagles. And we already know we got one of the biggest guys. He's six foot seven, six foot eight, 380 pounds. And Jordan Malata was like a dancing bear. <laughs> um, they're going to do pretty good against that, uh, that defense. Well, it, it is a former great. rugby player. Yeah. I got nothing bad to say <laughs> about him. Well, and, and both, both tackles. It's kind of a crazy story with Jordan. Mylotta. He literally had never played football at any level. And then even Lane Johnson, he started out in college. He was playing a tight end. He was playing quarterback. It wasn't until like the end of his career in college where he started playing offensive tackle. How have the Eagles found two franchise tackles for guys that have barely played tackle before they came to the Eagles? But it's crazy because Lane Johnson was the number four pick in the draft. Yeah. And he was a quarterback. Then he went to college and was a tight end. <laughs> yeah. So it just goes to the type of athlete that he is. He had to gain a little weight, had a little problem, got popped a little bit for, for enhancements <laughs> out 10 games, 10 games, you know, but he came back established himself as one of the better tackles. And in fact, I would have to say Williams and Lane Johnson, uh, Williams from, um, from, uh, from the 49ers and Lane Johnson are by far the best tackles in the NFL and all the accolades and all the awards have proven that to be such um, well, Jordan. Malad is just a force. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. He took he, three and a half years. It took me 20 years to get to the point he's at. <laughs> and I wasn't even that high as far as, you know, how good I was. Three and a half years, he's 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 a Pro Bowl alternate. Hell, I was in the NFL twelve years and was never a Pro Bowl alternate. He's a Pro Bowl alternate. That shows how good and, and athletic he is. And you played football your whole life. You didn't start playing football right. in the NFL. You played at Kansas State. You played in high school. I'm sure you played a bunch of peewee. Like it, it's it's crazy it, the transition. And if you want to have some fun, go go look up on YouTube Milana's rugby highlights. They should. They need to work out maybe a reverse or something for know, him. Get the ball saying, in his hands. I, I keep saying that. That's going to be the. They're going to call it like the Aussie special or something. <laughs> Get him going with the ball because uh, we haven't seen any sort of like Philly special trick play type stuff. And I guess when you have Jalen Hurts, who's so good at those QB sneaks, take note, uh, Tyler Huntley, that you don't end up doing something right. that cute or creative. Well, line up my lot in the backfield and <laughs> oh, have, have him be the push guy and occasionally <laughs> yeah. hand it off to him. Have Hurts push my lot in the end zone. You said the next fridge, you know, what you call him, uh, the ice box, the, uh, yeah. you know, whatever you want to call him, but the big cooler is incredible. Right, right, right. <laughs> He's been to Stoutland University, you know, Stoutland, you know, coach Stoutland is, is probably, no, not probably. He is the best offensive line coach in the league. He's gotten guys and, 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 and to play at a high level. Um, he has, you know, to me, you know, Jason Peters will be a hall of famer. I think Kelsey and lane will probably be hall of famers. He's got those guys playing at such a level that he could take a guy off the street and make him into a player, man. So, I mean, it's just big ups to him and his ability to go out there and coach these guys and have them believe in what he does and whatever he's doing is working because, you know, 
And you got Dickerson is a, you know, second year guy from Alabama. He is not a pro bowler, man. So <laughs> they've done what they needed to do as far as getting guys ready to play for this, for this Eagles team, but they're going to have the work cut out for him, you know, because with Leonard, they didn't play against Leonard the first game. He didn't play and he didn't play in the second game. He's now here alongside, you know, with, with, you know, what they have going on from rushing the passer. I, you know, it's going to be a tough, tough game for this, for this, you know, for the Eagles to think they can just go out there and just make the Giants roll over. The Giants are feeling good about themselves. And, you know, I mean, I don't know if Ojalary is going to play. If he plays, they're really going to have their hands full with their pass rush with Ojalary on one side and Kayvon Thibodeau on one side. And then you got Lawrence and, and, uh, and, and, and Williams in the interior. Those guys are pretty formidable, you know, so this will be a clash of the Titans. Definitely the best offensive line, but a really good defensive line of the giants. Now, now there's, there's a lot of talk this week. Obviously it's tough to beat a, a team for a third time. Although if you actually look at the numbers, uh, I think 14 and five at home when playing for the third time, you were actually in a, uh, a matchup similar to this. You were on the 95 Eagles who ended up playing the Cowboys in the playoffs in 1995. What kind of mindset uh, is there when you're playing a team for a third time? Well, you know, each other's characteristics, the players know what players like to do. I mean, as a player, you go back to one thing that you do right. And that you will do well. And you always have that ace in your back pocket. So, you know, if you played them, like going into the third time, that player that you're playing across from, he knows what your ace is and vice versa. So because they're so, you know, they're so similar um, that there's so many similarities of what the game plan was before they're going to know and the keys, they're going to know what they like to do best. So you got to make sure you have some wrinkles in there. I mean, even, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, how Mike Kafka, the, the Kafka you know, the, the officer coordinator is going to enter this game. He's going to take a little page from what he saw with the saints and maybe runs on some wildcat, you know, cause they were doing that earlier in the season. Yeah. With, you know, when they were going Saquon left and Saquon, right. Why not bring that out the fold? Even though Daniel Jones is playing at a high level, I would trust so, more so putting Saquon and letting our, you know, my destiny be in his hands as to put it in Daniel Jones' hands. But you know, <laughs> Daniel Jones played at a high level the past couple of days, but still, Saquon is still that guy. Yeah. Perhaps why they rested Saquon in the first round. <laughs> Only nine right, carries. And, and my, my buddy over here is was so mad that the Giants rested their starters, although it ended oh. up looking pretty good. Uh Barrett, I gotta get your take. Uh, huge controversy sweeping the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, the Giants, Nick Sirianni uh, admitted to ordering Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza. What's your take? Is that a violation ordering some stuffed crust pizza? Do you got any uh, strong takes on Pizzagate? This is one of the best places to buy pizza in in the, in the nation, man. Why would you not get? Oh no! You know why would you go there to a so chain when you can go? Pies. Right. I mean, you could go anywhere in Philly, <laughs> down south. Down south. He's in South Philly. He could walk up the street and get a great pie. You know what I mean? Come on, man. You know, that is a violation. You're not in college anymore. You know, you order that <laughs> stuff when you're in college, not in the NFL. And, you know, there's a million places you could have made a phone call to and 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 the mob would have dropped them off. Something, man. Come on. Man. Yeah. If you're in a, a violation, if you're, if you're in a, if you're a pizza shop owner, Nick Sirianni is looking for a pizza in South Philly. He doesn't have to pay <laughs> like, for a pizza. They're going to hey, get you the best pizza. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, Hey, come on now. We'll take care of you. That's crazy. All right, uh, Barrett. Really appreciate you calling in. Before we let you go, uh, what's your what's your final pr- uh, score prediction here for Saturday? You know, I'm actually going to go like 32, uh, 32, 21. Uh, Eagles advance. Let's in the playoffs. go. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough game. The Giants, you know, are not a pushover. 
But, you know, talent eventually takes over. And, and, and you know, Dable, I, I take my hat off to him. He's got this team playing at a high level. And when he gets his players in there, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. But right now, the Eagles are just too talented right now uh, to, to, to make it a close game. I think it's going to be, you know, win by 10. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna win the spread. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I, 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 I'd rather go with the over, though. You have right. to go with the over. So there he, likes, he likes the over. Sounds like he an likes Eagles the Eagles and over parlay. He likes the Eagles to cover the spread. Well, Barrett, appreciate you calling in. Make sure you check him out on Sports Take Monday to Friday, 12 to 3 p.m. East on Jacob Media and all his great work over on NBC Philly. That was awesome. Barrett, a uh, lot of great insight. Talent wins out, Ryan. Appreciate you calling appreciate in, Barrett. You. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like uh, all time long snapper story on that. I mean, <laughs> that a lot of really people, great. if you didn't, I, I never heard that story before. No. And I, I certainly, uh, as someone who lost money on that game and losing <laughs> to Jeff Garcia in that way, of all people, TO, like that, that was not a fun loss. No, that was, that was a crazy game. And, and rarely do you see a receiver take over a game, but I think that really was one of those games where TO was just unstoppable. It's, it's, it's hard for a receiver to take over a game, but he really did. Yeah, I mean, I remember the look of Jeremy Shockey just being like, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? There were a lot of great uh, uh, Jeremy Shockey cutaways uh, during that season after he got injured. That big American I mean, flag tattoo. He was, also, he was also a pioneer when it came to crazy ass arm sleeves, Jeremy Shockey. Yeah. All right, Ryan, let's get to it. Let's actually pick this game. What are we looking at here? Uh, you know, uh, shockingly, Sean, it looks like the, the numbers moved up to eight. So the Eagles are now laying eight. Still a, a fabulous teaser if you're into that kind of thing. Minus three seventy five on the money line, plus three hundred for the Giants. Forty eight is the total. We got a night game here. Have we figured out the announcing crew yet? Will we have Ooh. to suffer through Greg Olson once again? By the way, a lot of people came to Greg Olson's <laughs> defense. What am I missing in a weekend where people were shitting on Al Michaels and defending Greg Olson? What what has the world come to? Twenty twenty three. Yeah, I I I don't get the uh, I don't get the support for Greg Olson right, not Sean. at all. So I I did want to start with this because it was uh, I'm sure you already know, but uh, we we we'll get in the time machine real quick because uh, this situation has already played out in the past. Two thousand eight, the year after the Giants won the Super Bowl, they were the one seed. Eagles. Uh, who, by the way, also had a tie that season. Were the Nine, six, six and one. Were the six seed. Yeah. Defeated who in the wild card round? The Vikings. Vikings. Ooh. Six seed then did what in the divisional round? Beat Ups, the Giants. Upset the beat one the seed. Beat the Giants. Upset the you one seed. You walked into it, Ryan. Uh, I like the trend of beating the Giants in the playoffs. Uh, like I mentioned, when Barrett was on fourteen and five, the home team is when they've been two and zero in the regular season, and then are hosting the game. Eagles, Ryan, you love DVOA. I love admit DVOA. It, admit love, it, you love, love it. DVOA. You want you want to marry DVOA. Love DVOA. DVOA likes your Eagles. <laughs> Number three, the Eagles are DVOA. Giants, Nerd. Giants twentieth in DVOA, last place. All really, right. really why I like this Eagles team is because they have Jalen hurts and he's a dog. He's off the injury report. We got lane Johnson back. We have all 22 starters healthy playing the game Avante Maddox, nickel cornerback, probably not going to play technically not a starter, but we got Chauncey Jardner, uh, Chauncey CJ GJ <laughs> back. Who's nice. had a ton of interceptions. And of course I've already tweeted it out, but you have to get down on the Boston Scott. Anytime touchdown win bet has it at plus three sixty right now. 
update on the Boston Scott slaying of the New York Giants. He has 16 career touchdowns. Ten have come against the Giants in eight games in the regular season. Yes. Do, do they give so him the ball in the postseason? Oh, 100 percent. It's Boston Scott. I mean, if you want to play that game, we should also be giving out the Richie James plus three thirty anytime. You mentioned Avante Maddox being out. Uh, Richie James scored a touchdown in the, their last match in the in the the first matchup this year on I believe six catches on like nine targets. I, I mean, Sean, I'll, I'll I'll throw out one more sure. historical trend that I think people would be really interested to hear. Okay, since two thousand three. Divisional rivals. Have, Sounds like you're looking in the rear view. I right? am. I am right now because this is a great trend. <laughs> Since 2003, divisional rivals have faced off in the divisional round six times. Dogs are five and one ATS and four and two straight up. If you make it times where it's a touchdown or more, three and zero oh ATS, two and one straight up. Sean, yes, this is a big number. This is a big number, it's and we do not know if Jalen Hurts is healthy. He was not healthy I know week he's healthy. eighteen. He's not on the injury report. That's I, how we know he's. You healthy. can't believe. I mean, they have also listed a million players as limited. No, not no. Their, no, the injury report. There's like two guys. I'm looking at it right now. There's there's three people on the injury report. Okay. Avante Maddox did not practice. Yep. Lane Johnson limited. Yep. And one other person limited. Oh, I'm seeing a whole. Uh, okay, because they're listed as rest. They need rest coming off a bye. Yeah, just okay. like the just you you rest your vets. Okay, you know, like, come they just on, had Ryan. a buy. Come on, Ryan. well, rest or rust. Uh, Dallas Goddard. The more I think about, it, the more I think Dallas Goddard could be loading up for that breakout game. Hawkinson carved you guys up oh, yeah. ten for one twenty nine. Great matchup. Great Highest match. expected yards after catch per reception, tied with Debo in the NFL. He is the anti. Wow. He is the anti Zach uh, Ertz. No yak Zach because he actually gets <laughs> yards. After the catch, fall down, Zach. Ryan. Last but not least, if the NFL really wanted the Eagles, or sorry, wanted the Giants to win the game, then why would they assign <laughs> Clayt Blakeman, the Eagles, thirteen and one in games ref by Cleet Blakeman? And I believe the game that they lost. It was some sort of wacky uh, result, or maybe that was like the the weird fumble game against the Cowboys. Well, you got you got to throw them off a little bit. So you think the fix is in? <laughs> Actually, Cleet Blakeman has had some bad calls against the Eagles, but they're still thirteen and one. I, I mean, Ryan, you know, I, obviously, I, I'm a little worried about the slot, but the slot. How's the slot? I think I think Richie we, James loading. No, I I I think that's a concern. Uh, Daniel Jones rushing. If we let him run all over us, that could be a concern. But other than that, like I feel very confident about this Philadelphia Eagles team at home. Jalen Hurts fourteen and one as a starter. Yeah, no, I mean, look, I think there's a lot of positive. It just it hasn't been super positive of late, and so they're going to have to get into form really quickly. And that you sure being at home helps, yeah. but this Giants team is feeling good right now. They're playing confident ball, and what's the way you attack this Eagles defense on the ground? I do think there was something to Saquon only having nine carries last week. I do think we're going to see a heavy dose of Saquon and and Dan Jones uh, running I, I the think, ball. I think our run defense is really well. We got Jordan Davis healthy. Uh, we got a, a super fresh defensive line. The linebackers are playing well. You have CJGJ back. Which takes, takes I just want a man great- on the, I just want a man on the street segment that has someone going around Philadelphia asking people to say CJ CJ GJ. <laughs> Chauncey Gardner Johnson 
it does it does mean less uh, snaps for the Great White Hope, Reed Blankenship, but it, it's still top to top to bottom. This Eagles team is getting it done. Thirty-five to seventeen, Philadelphia Eagles get the win, get the cover, and hit the over. Worth noting, uh, Giants are six and zero all time against number one seeds in the playoffs since nineteen ninety. Also worth noting, I, I pulled out this nugget, and we'll, both Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts, only quarterbacks in the playoffs with a losing record. Uh, <laughs> oh, very, very big sample size. A right? huge sample size, and I, and I and I, the the biggest reason is we own the Giants. We just fucking own the Giants. This is a different team. This is a different team, and if the Giants come out and punch first, the 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 collective buttholes of people in the stadium is going to get really tight. Our, our buttholes aren't going to be tight. They're going to be super loose uh, and they're going to be shitting all over your team. Go birds. Uh, if someone could isolate, <laughs> oh, so we I can reply to that. That guy who made that horrible, horrible <laughs> Philly fan who made it Philly fan who made a horrible comment about the twin towers. Again, karma is a thing. I believe in it. Vibes are also a thing. And this giants are high. This Giants team for the Eagles. The culture you made fun of me all year about. You, this Giants right. team. You can't play the culture card. You played the culture be, card on. with Joe Judge. No, no, I, I, I never. You, you said we he's never got the level. We never got intensity. to level five culture. We've gotten that plane trip to London. This playoff win. The way their coach. Uh, the fact that the, we mentioned a uh, big cat Leonard Williams did not play the last time. You know who else didn't play the last time or the first time in that blowout? A Dory Jackson who just shut out, shut down Justin Jefferson. Watch out, AJ Brown and Xavier McKinney. He's back. I, I think there there is a certain level of arrogance in this number because the Eagles were a dominant team for most of the year. The Eagles have not been a dominant team. Haven't in you been North watching? Month? Haven't you been watching the playoffs? The teams that were dominant have been dominated. The like the, the Giants. No, okay. The no. 49ers beat up on a horrible the, Seattle team. The Cowboys team that, took care of the Bucks. Well, the Bucks shouldn't have been in the playoffs. We discussed this losing <laughs> record. Look, Sean, this is going to be an exciting game. I'm I'm going to win a metric fuck ton of money if the Giants win this one outright. And I think right now, right now, did you bet on the Eagles? Is that my, why you're going to win? Gun to my head. All that money. You have Boston Scott in the head. Starting a, a franchise where Brian Dable is my head coach. I'm picking Dan Jones over Josh Allen. I see what's going on here. Dan Jones makes a statement. Unfortunately, it means contract and negotiations. I'm the, I'm the Homer. Yeah. I'm the Homer saying, now you could actually say Jalen Hurts better than Josh Allen. Doesn't turn it over. Divi Gets wins. Divisional round dogs. 44, 30, and 1. ATS. Good for 60%. Di divisional round dogs in a divisional matchup. As I mentioned, five and one, I'm just gonna, it, it's happening. All right. The, the, the fucking sea is going to part. <laughs> no, you guys, and our Lord and savior, you guys, Dan Jones you guys already dumped the Gatorade. It, it was a good season. No one thought the giants could get this far. Oh, so you're going to, you're going to get your ass kicked and then it'll still, you'll still be able to say it was a good season. Well, I, I'm not my, my bankroll is going to get my ass kicked. I'm not going to be on the field, unfortunately, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, what what are we going to talk about here? I'm taking the points. I'm taking the money line. I love Richie James. I love the ladders. You want to talk about ladders? Saquon could have a big game. We're going to play that ladder. Richie James. You want to take Richie James to go over a hundred? It's like eight to one, Sean. The prop show is going to be fire because there are some explo exploitable ladders in this game. Hot, 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 hot. 
I'd, they, play the, I'd play the reverse ladder ride. You might want to get some Ooh. life insurance because you're going to fall off that ladder. I, you know, ladders, I was going to say something. Ladders are accountable for a number I, of deaths in this I, country. I was going to say something nice about your Eagles, but now I'm not. Okay. Dallas Goddard, horrible bet. <laughs> All right. Dallas so Goddard, any touchdown. Let's go. You're, you're saying what's the final score? I said 35 17. 28 26. 35 17 for your Philadelphia Eagles. One more time. So I look really good. I'm ready. And action. 35 to 17, the Philadelphia Eagles win and move on to the NFC Championship. Nice. That was a good promo. 28 26. I don't need to I don't need all that <laughs> that huffing and puffing. The huffing and puffing. All right, Sunday, 1:30 Pacific, Dallas, San Francisco, a classic matchup for the ages. Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy. Sounds like a wrestling match. Rain's going to do the halftime entertainment. Uh, this is laying, we're laying three and a half. I know there's a lot of, there's some fours out there too. Shout out to win for making it three and a half minus one ninety on the money line plus one sixty four. The Cowboys 46 is the total. You're all right, right? Sorry. Getting excited. Uh, obviously we've been learned over the years to lay the three and a half. We've been learned. Um, and, 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 and we're obviously going to look uh, a different direction than the Cowboys, but no, sh- I, holy I, shit! I came in here. There's so much information. My models were projecting uh-huh. Cowboys win, and I was going to come uh-huh. in here and say, "Hey, they I think I'm going to be on the Cowboys." They are. A dog. I like this spot for the Cowboys. Then I dug a little deeper. They're playing their fourth road game, mm. and this is an in- let alone like the matchups, which I think they're really going to be in trouble. This is a fourth road game, like the travel spot alone to go from Dallas out to Tampa on a Monday night, all the way to San Francisco on a Sunday is a really tough spot. And all the energy they, they spent complaining about the unfairness of the rest disadvantage where it's not fair. We have to play in the playoffs. It's like, uh, imagine your grandpa having the access to talk to the media whenever he wants. (laughs) That would be a problem. I mean, Jerry's getting desperate. I will say that. Like I, I'm very much looking forward to some serious shots of Jerry looking distraught in the box, looking like, oh my goodness, like maybe we need to take him to the hospital. Well, I mean, the the weakness of the Seattle Seahawks is the same weakness as this Dallas Cowboys team. You can pass on them. Now, Tom Brady couldn't pass on them because he couldn't. No, he, he was scared to take a hit. Uh, they couldn't give him any sort of pass uh, protection. He did get that deep ball off to to uh, Mike Evans, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Like they they were able to uh, they were able to get down the field on that Seattle defense. And I don't know if the Seattle secondary is that much better than the than the Dallas secondary. <laughs> and, and and the 49ers, as much as it pains me to be Brock hard for them, I, they've been dominant ATS eight and one ATS their last nine games six and zero ATS their last six at home. It's uh, just it's just going to be a tough uh, spot and there are serious issues with that Dallas Cowboys offensive line. I mean they were playing Jason Peters in a playoff game and Jason Peters got hurt. He's dealing with the hip. He didn't come back into the game. Like there's a real world. Uh, Michael Parsons got nicked up with the shin injury. Like there's some legit injury stuff going on for this Bucks team. Or the the uh, the Cowboys. Worth noting, uh, you look at the the teams that Brock Purdy has played. Yeah, forty one versus Seattle, thirty eight versus Arizona, thirty seven versus the Raiders, thirty seven versus the football team, aka the Commanders, uh, twenty one versus Seattle the first time, uh, thirty five versus the Bucks, which he uh, not Miami thirty three. Not a ton of great defenses in the bunch. 
So the case against it is we still have Brock Purdy, a rookie in a system that just manufactures awesomeness. Sean, I saw a nugget that the San Francisco 49er receivers were open like on average by more than double, I believe of any other team in the wild card round by yardage, by separation. I do wonder if they're going to be able to get that much separation when there's a slightly better pass rush coming at them. Well, I, uh, and I think Kyle Shanahan can outsmart Dan Quinn. I like they coach that. together. We, yeah, we were talking I, about. I this. think he has an inside, the inside track on how to beat Dan Quinn's defense. And you saw when the Eagles played the uh, Cowboys earlier on the season, they did a ton of read option stuff to basically freeze Micah Parsons, make Mark Micah Parsons play the option, and it neutralizes him. You would think, oh, hey, Micah Parsons is this dominant edge rusher. He really wrecks your offense. Let's run away from him. But if you run at him and force him to make either a play on the quarterback or a play on the running back, it really puts a lot of strain on him. And they were the Eagles were able to exploit that. It wasn't completely pretty, but it was a pretty efficient offense. And if there's anyone that could scheme something up like this, I think it's Kyle Shanahan. I mean, he certainly he's hot right now. To quote Mugatu. <laughs> Shout out Zoolander. And, and this and this number feels super short. I mean, let's let's run back this playoff game last year where da, where Dak decided to kneel the game out oh. instead of he decided to do a QB run and end the game. What has really what's dramatically changed? One, I think the 49ers have upgraded at quarterback. I think the way Brock Purdy as crazy as it sounds, Brock Purdy is playing better than Jimmy G was at that yes. time. You yeah. have Yeah, he's certainly playing well. And they're and they're at home. Yeah, I just what terrifies me is we haven't seen the Brock Purdy looks really bad game. But yeah, we saw it though in that first half. He looked pretty rough. Yeah, well, we don't we don't talk about first half, Sean. Only second half. <laughs> Him and Trevor Lawrence, and the weather looks pretty good. Sixty degrees, ten mile per hour wind, and last but not least, if you're talking about a, a three and a half, four point spread, depending on what you're betting it at. Are you really gonna put your money on on Brett Maher hitting a game-winning field goal? They're keeping him. Yeah, they're keeping him. The Cowboys announced that they're keeping their kicker. Why do you announce that? <laughs> because he's that bad. People what? assumed you were getting rid of him. Uh, yeah, just just to tidy up. There, the it does seem like uh, betting splits. It does. It's about sixty-five thirty-five on the bets, but almost sixty percent of the money on the Cowboys. So. Shout out to the Sharps buying up all that DAC stock. Uh, and those for one, anyone who was wondering, 65% of the bets and 80% of the money on the Giants in the first matchup. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of kind of quote unquote intelligent people talk about how this pass rush is going to be a problem for Brock and they like Dallas and they thought this line should be more like three. Uh, famous, I, famous 11 Fredo in the YouTube chat saying Cowboys 22nd against the run. Uh, their five losses teams have rushed for at least 125 yards. What are you guys talking about? You can pass on against them. You mean you can run against them? I what I mean is I think there's an ability to get behind the cornerbacks. Um, now the Dallas's pass rush has has not prevented that or has prevented that from happening normally. I think to your point though, I do think they're also going to be able to run. I think they're going to be able to hit a couple deep shots. I don't think maybe it, it would look like uh, a ton of completions, but I think they will get a couple of deep so, plays against the Cowboys because they have some liabilities deep in that secondary. And, but, and, to, but to famous 11 Fredo's point, 
I think they also, I think Debo's going to be able to run. I think Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, like, I think they're going to da- be able to move the ball. Dallas has been very curious. They're, they're quite, they've been very dominant against slot receivers, been pretty dominant against tight ends, but 32nd against number two receivers, 13 against number one receiver. That's actually gotten better of late. And 21st against the running back in the passing game, all according to DVOA. I, I, I mean, I think this, this Dallas defense is just beatable, period. They're just really good when they can play with a lead. And this, to me, this game comes down to the, the the start. Maybe we do some sort of correlated outcome stuff where it's like we take Niners, Niners, because I, I do think whichever team gets the fast start here is going to be in optimal situation. I think if Dallas is forced to play from behind, Sean, load up those Dak multi interception props because <laughs> we didn't we didn't see him have to make a a a, a throw. A, a high leverage throw. He was basically in system and Dow and, and the and the Bucks defense looked horrible. So I mean, honestly, like this is this is a great matchup for the Niners situationally. To you nailed the rest stuff, but you know, I, I just I love I love fading a team coming off playing this fucking horrible <laughs> Bucks team too. I mean, it's not like the Cowboys were playing good ball before that. So a, a, a lot of sophisticated ways to say we're fading the Cowboys, Sean. We are fading the Cowboys as always. All right, Ryan, time for a lock dog and win. Build your own bet. Mm. What do you got for the good folks? All right, let's start with the build a bet. Okay. Uh, let's do the, the multi, a nice responsible 14 to one Dallas Goddard goes over his yardage. Debo Samuel scores a touchdown. Love him getting a manufactured red zone touch and Richie James scores a touchdown. Which is, by the way, like I said, like plus three thirty. So I, uh, what did I say? Fourteen and change to one. If you did want to get involved in a giant, if you want to, I mean, all right, I'll, I'll say this one too. I, I know I'm not allowed to. 30, 38 to one Giants money line with Saquon and Dan Jones both to run, both to run for fifty yards. That that's pretty reasonable. Anyway, uh, lock. I mean, obviously, we're gonna lock up the 49ers. Oh, okay. I'm not a fucking coward who's going to take the points and feel good about it if the Giants lose. <laughs> That's not the way I roll. This whole, this whole, like, oh, I'm, I, I'm so happy to win my money. That's not how it works. I'm not grinding for three percent. Give me the money line on the Giants. I, I took the large bet I put on the Giants money line last week against the Vikings. I mechanically parlayed it into the Eagles money line. Uh, I'll be, I'll be living this one. It'll be fun. Uh, that's the lock. That's the dog. That's the win build a bet. And like I said, stay tune into the prop show this week. We're, we're going to have some, there's going to be some safe, safe, uh, safe ladders being built. Safe o- ladders. OSHA compliant ladders. Is that even possible? Handcrafted artisanal ladders. <laughs> what are you doing, Sean? You're, you're clicking over. Are you playing blackjack? It, well, I wish. A hands I wish. In? Yeah. I wish I was. Let's getting... end the show so we can w- go play some blackjack. Bl- play some real blackjack. All right. Are you going to sing? Oh, nice. This is good. Let's step one of the Eagles going on an epic Super Bowl run. Take care of business against the New York Giants. Here's how they're going to do it. Dallas Goddard, two touchdowns. Boston Scott, one touchdown. Philadelphia Eagles, minus 13 and a half. If you want to be scared by a dog, if you're not play a dog and that dog is 100 to one, a hundred dollars to win you 10 grand. So my lock is of course 
the Philadelphia Eagles minus eight. My dog, Boston Scott, anytime touchdown, plus 370. My win, build a bet. I just gave it to you. Parlay, Eagles minus eight, San Francisco minus three and a half. Somehow we're seven and a half point favorites, and no one believes in us. No one. The betting splits 80%. All you square sharks are on the Giants. I'll see you Saturday at Lincoln Financial Field. Cut his mic. Disgusting. Let's go. Go, birds. Got the crowd jacked up, Ryan. Uh, I think I scared some nice, people nice in the wind per- hallway. Nice performance. <laughs> Oh, just going to have a nice dinner and you're screaming about birds. Boston Scott, Dallas Goddard, Double. Eagles. That's a lot of touchdowns. That's three touchdowns. I mean, if I think the Eagles are going to score three touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. I'm betting on it. Okay. Hey, pregame show Saturday. What time? Uh, I know you got some soccer obligations. Uh, we'll, fig- we'll, we'll say one. I'll just, we'll do it from the co. We'll figure it out. Uh, 1 p.m. on Saturday, 9 a.m. on Sunday. Uh, Sean and his very loose butthole will be there. <laughs> I'm, well, what's the opposite of tight? That's what we're going to be. Relax. Fast Relax. and loose. Relax. Re- relaxed is probably a better adjective. <laughs> All right. We got to get out of here. We will be back talking DFS props. Got a ton of great shows to close out the rest of the week. Big thanks to Bear Brooks for hopping on the show. That was a ton of fun. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Worst of luck, Sean. Kramer, let it ride.